Hit him with a Hit him with a Pin him to the ground and the crowd go wild man now know we out It's not even this show today <laughs> That's right Hi it's your friendly neighborhood Red Dog and this is Red Dog and Friends It's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's not your line because it is the Air Force veteran intel specialist. The one you call on when you need to get a job done and your friendly neighborhood red dog, a.k.a. Danny Tanner himself. That's right. I'm here right now, and this is Red Dog and Friends. And, uh, yeah, you can notice that Chaz is not here because he is still recovering from his post-snap church or whatever he's doing right now. I don't really know. I'm not going to really care. Anyway, so this is, like I said, Red Dog Friends. And so I'm going to introduce my friend. So you see him right there. He's right next to me. If you guys don't know what that means, you guys watch this video. You can see it himself. He is the three counts resident supervillain. He was there when Jesus and the devil made their bets on David and Goliath. And obviously Jesus won. So the thing is, is he's right here. He was here for the first wrestling match and everything else in between. And he was here for every single plague and survived them. He is the Dark Lord, Damien Fatal. Just want to say that Jesus went over dirty with that David and Goliath match. He uh, gave him magic stone. That's the only reason why he won. So just want to put that out there just in case of nobody you know new my nda is up so i'm able to talk about it <laughs> so like we're good now yeah bad, bad, bad. <laughs> and down below me that's right he is the resident the guy who comes in and out every single time kind of like your favorite uncle in your life he is that man the myth the legend el diabito himself lou the franchise <laughs> unlike chaz i don't need to go to church every sunday to get my sins forgiven God loves me. <laughs> hey, that's, that's why. <laughs> hey, yo. So, obviously, we're starting earlier. Why? Because uh, it in you know five hours it'll be the big game. We can't say that word. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. You cannot use the word super and bowl together, like, or else you just get like you, you can be hit with copyright infringement. It's it's really crazy. yeah. It's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> Oh wow! So when when Damien talks about Super Bowl, it's the weed that he smokes. That's yeah. crazy. It is. He's right. It's the only. That's the only super, and it's the only bowl that I know that's super. <laughs> yeah, it always makes me super. I always thought it was crazy. That's uh, something that you can't do. You can't use that word. Like I was like, that's whatever. Anyway, so let's get into some intros and announcements. Hey, if you guys don't know, you guys can go check us out on all of our social media platforms down below, whether it's on X or you're on IG. You can go find us on all your favorite social media platforms at three count pod. Or if you go to X, it's three count underscore pod because someone beat us to three count pod and then they don't even use it no more. Uh, go buy all of our merch. It's on foryourwear.com, or you can go check us out on prowrestlingtees.com. You're either subscribed to our channel, you're even following us on Spotify, Amazon Music, or iHeartRadio, or whatever that dumb jingle is that they do. Uh, you're telling your friends about us, you're telling your families about us, you're telling all your enemies about us because we love haters too. So you go out of your way, share this out, and tell everybody to come check us out because we want to hear from you guys. You guys can drop in your comments in below and uh, we'll read them out in between every single topic that we got going on. And this is the first time that I get to do like a full on stupid announcement like this because Chaz always does it. And then I guess I've only done it like one other time when we did Red Dog and Friends the last time. 
but it is neither yeah. here nor there. <laughs> I always forget about the announcements half the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you guys didn't get a ch chance to go check out Now Enter the Ring, it is our show uh, that we have one of three shows with one that's still, well, one that will be coming along to you. So it'll be one of four. But uh, if you guys get a chance to go check out Now Enter the Ring, because uh, this Tuesday we have Kevin Malcovini. That's right. The man himself, the chief and editor of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, PWI. And you guys know what that means. The list that awesome, you guys awesome. all want to check out, the PWI 500, the tag team list, and also the women's wrestling list, all come from PWI. We had him on the show. It was a great time to have a great conversation with someone. So go check that out. And if you haven't checked it out yet, you need to because we're already on five episodes deep running on the Villains villains Lounge. And, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a lit thing to watch. So, you know, Damon, I can let Damon, you can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, come check it out. It's daily. Daily, come check it out. It's the news. We're reviewing whatever's happening in wrestling, whatever's happened on wrestling. So yeah, just come check us out. Uh, you know, it's the evening show. Woo, that was great. Um, but yeah, come check us out. Yeah, so you got all that stuff going on, and then of course we have not entering two hundred one. There's not an episode come out this week. I don't know when we'll do another one. It'll be coming soon. And then of course, as always, we've always talked about go to your corner. It's been a thing that we've been, you know, it's almost like the Chinese Democracy album by uh, Guns N' Roses. It's we talk about it all the time, but we're not quite sure when it's gonna come out. So we it's it's Dre's, Dre's detox album. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you guys want to, you guys can check out Lou is getting ready to start up his own franchise uh his own franchise, his own podcast. Uh yeah, Lou, hit him up with it. All right. So yeah, we are currently working for with a uh, veteran suicide and veteran promotion awareness podcast if you see that my hashtags wheels for warrior usa and hero stock um hero stock is a big first responder veteran and uh gold star family uh event that we did he started in his backyard um and then last year we had over a thousand people show up in his real first big event this year we have four down in near nashville one in rolla missouri and two in nebraska and a two-day event to come check it out uh one of the big up-and-country singers, Scotty Hastings, who just released a song called I'm America, he will be performing live for us. Nice. nice. So, yeah, definitely go show some support, show some love that way. And then, you know, maybe you might see that they'll be doing some stuff with the Three Count Podcast here in the future. Anyway. Oh, and then we also had that crazy watch-along coming up in two weeks, week we and do. a half. Two weeks? Two weeks, right? Two weeks. That's yeah, right. two weeks. Uh, Elimination Chamber from Australia. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, 5 o'clock Eastern, AM, by the way. AM. Yeah. And, uh, Very important. Yeah, 2 AM on the West Coast, which is 3 AM for me. So, uh, yeah, why don't you just come and watch us, drink some coffee, uh, do your thing, party with us, uh, be delirious, and... Uh, you know, chat with us and uh, watch Elimination Chamber early in the morning and be angry about it. So, yeah, you know, come watch with us because we're we're so desperate on like getting viewership for uh, the WWE that they have to go do it in Perth. Ah, <laughs> uh, so this is gonna That's be fun. crazy to me. Look, me early that early in the morning is very entertaining. I'm just want to put that out there. 
pet. So you guys know what to do. Go check that out. Uh, also, you guys can leave your comments and stuff like that. We're going to read them in between each section that we talk about. And then, you know, as, as you guys have been seeing, uh, we truly, we're really trying to stay away from, like, the uh, groups. Uh, just, like, dropping them in whenever you guys put it in the chats. But you guys more put in, the more we get to conversation with you guys. It's a lot of fun. So here's what we're doing. First, actually, we have some things coming already coming in. That's crazy. Afternoon, fellas. Chats get a haircut. Yep. And then gain some weight. Um, that ain't going to happen. Gaining <laughs> the weight part. That's what I let afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. Uh, it's still morning for me. This, <laughs> it's it's yeah. 11.46 a.m. Like, I haven't even finished my cup right of coffee yet. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, the so edible hasn't into... kicked my edible hasn't kicked in yet either so <laughs> that's what it is it's it's the caffeine and the edibles that get you in a oh good yeah dude, no, i got, the, I I got these like gummy sour watermelon <laughs> sour patch kids man they're fucking amazing chaz chaz loves the fact that we're already nine minutes into this uh into this and we've already dropped both alcohol caffeine and drug paraphernalia on this podcast <laughs> oh yeah we totally have yes yeah. we have all right, so let's get into it. We're going to talk about our first theme popping up. That's right. Temp check. So, ah. Temp check ah. be that thing. So let's go with Lou. Temp check, give us your hottest or your coldest wrestler. Well, actually, and your coldest wrestler of the week. My hottest uh, meet is uh, Bailey getting the uh, Dakota Kai back. Mm. Okay. And my coldest wrestler are the fucking douchebags called the EVPs of AEW, Nick and Matt Jackson, for that loser of an ending at Dynamite. Fuck those guys. First of all, it's it's Nicholas and Matthew. Yes, you will call yes, them by their were. God's name. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're <Nicholas> and, <laughs> you look like a Nicholas and Matthew. Yeah. Fucking god off of booking uh. what that was. Uh, that was fucking disgusting. All right, Damien, what about you? Uh, you well, fucking do that to the iconic Sting. My my hottest. I am going to have to go with Cody. Hmm. Um, that press conference. Uh, I, I actually, I'd like to pick everybody that was involved mm -hmm. in that whole situation. It was uh. It was good. Look, it got my wife hot. Every word that Rock was talking, she was like, I hate him more and more. I was like, oh, okay. It got serious. It got serious over here. Um, but yeah, so my coldest is always Jericho, but I'm gonna add I'm gonna add um gonna add I'm gonna add somebody. And I hate to do this. But there it's Tony Khan's fault. <laughs> but I'm going to have to say swerve. Oh, shit. <laughs> for that damn fucking finish. And that match that completely took me out of that match. There you mm. go. I said it. I That's said crazy. It. That's crazy. I said, it. I said it. He should be. It should be one on one, not a fucking triple threat. I said it. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, but that's crazy because my hottest wrestler of the week is Swerve. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> <laughs> yep, hundred percent is a uh, is Swerve is Swerve hundred uh, percent. And uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that match was great. I thought like all the everything. I thought that I did feel like the ending did kind of fall flat. Like I, it was cool, 
like I thought was I thought was fun. And then like when I realized that the the three count was happening and the time went off, I was like, damn, that's crazy. Uh, that's okay. So that's what that was me. I act the one dynamite match that I have enjoyed probably in the past year and a half gets ruined for me by the finish. Like I was enjoying that. Didn't want to watch Dynamite after that. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. And I think I'm gonna go uh my coldest wrestler of the week. Um it's I mean I kind of have to go with Seth Rollins. <laughs> it's hard not to, man. It's hard not to. I, I know what you I get I, you know what I'm not even mad at you about that. I totally, totally understand. Like poor Seth. Oh, man. It's not Listen, even his fault, too. It's That's not. what makes it even worse. It's like Oh, you're trying, buddy. You're it's trying. like you're right there. Like, and I, and it's not because like the Rock or Roman both re, you know refer to him as like the second champion or the the champion of the losers bracket. It's like, dude, you came out on Monday Night Raw and you cut this promo right, and you and Cody having these conversations right, and then Drew came out and just shit all over you, and then like on Friday night on SmackDown. Roman has shit all over you. And then on two, a Thursday, we had this press conference, and you came out to, like, call Cody out, and then Roman showed up. And from there, you were in the background. You were faded out. Like, why were you there, man? I coach, will say the coach end. Coach there. The, I, I will say the, the end of him, like, getting heated and, like, mouthing off the rock. He said some some. He said some legit stuff that makes sense. I'll give him that. Calling Rock out for being a douchebag. But uh, at the end, like, did we really need him out there? Nope. You could have had anybody. Byron Saxton could have been out there. Could have done the same thing. Yeah. Hey, let's bring out out Cody. Hey, Cody, who are you picking? Bye. <laughs> like it, the same thing could have played out. You could have anybody. Anybody could have been there. Michael yeah. Cole could have been up there. It could have been Corey Graves. It could have been Pat McAfee. It could have been. It could have been Punk. Who cares? <laughs> just, it could have been Biggie. You know what I mean? Like all those guys were there. Shit, it was just crazy. Uh, like, I was like, come on, man. Like this is madness. Uh, before we jump into our first topic, let's let's jump in here. Let's get some. Uh, what we got? Let's uh, my type of podcast. Good, Justin. We appreciate you. Uh, Corey Hay says, Don't play swerve, blame Tony. He could have just announced a triple threat from the start, but no, you're right, 100%. 100%. (laughs) Like, come on. And then this, and then this guy jumps in, he says, Seth is the coldest. Chaz said, Seth is the coldest, and that Drew is the hottest. And actually, you know what? Like, that's fair. That's fair. That's that is fair. That's that's definitely fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't argue with that. Can't argue with that at all. All right, we just lost. Uh, he said, "Oh, okay, okay." Uh, I'm jumping off and use my phone. Oh, so Lou had uh, an issue. He has his own issue, so he'll be back in, and we'll get him back up when he's back. But we're gonna jump into. Uh, we're gonna jump to our first debate topic, which is I know Chaz originally said he wanted another one. I'm changing it for this purpose because I feel like this is where the meat and potatoes of our argument is gonna be. Rock and Roman together. What's next for this story? So if you guys didn't know, on Thursday, NBC WWE did a thing on Peacock and they did a, a, a presser for WrestleMania, which I would like to think was a waste of fucking time. I, <laughs> I said I said it, man. I was. 
I was not happy with it. I was like, all the stuff that we're doing, we could have done on anything. Could have done. You could have did it at SmackDown. You could have done on NXT. You could have done it anywhere, man. I, like, you know. I get why they did it, and it's money. Yeah, I heard those tickets were expensive. I've heard the same. <laughs> heard the same. Heard the so, same. So, with that being said, uh, look. Look, look. Let's let's keep it. Let's let's keep it a buck. Motherfuckers paid for the tickets. Motherfuckers showed up. Motherfuckers filled up those seats. Yeah. So it happened. Um, yeah. Was it a waste of? Was it an hour and some minutes of a waste of my time? Yes and no. Two hours. It, it was a yeah. I see. See, I got to see. I was. I, I got lucky. So like like I got to watch it at my pace. And so like it was one of those where like you know I didn't have to sit through what everybody else had to sit through. Oh yeah. So actually real quick, Chaz did make a point. Uh it was a free event. Like you got to just go. They packed out the T-Mobile Arena, but uh yeah, it was a free event. Was it free? Oh, yeah, it I heard free. it. I heard that it was it cost money. Well, people were probably Charging money for a free event. Somebody made some money. Scalping them tickets. Like somebody made some money. Somebody made some kind of cash on that one. I think I my problem was it wasn't the fact that like we're trying to hype up this main event match and like obviously like Rock and Cody and Roman and Seth for no reason. It's it's the you had okay, so had, Bianca Belair comes out right and she drops her thing. She says, Hey, like you know, I'm ready for WrestleMania. She don't got an opponent, right? So I'm gonna win the Elimination Chamber, and I'm gonna go on to to wrestle for the title. And then, you know, Rhea Ripley comes out and she cuts this promo, right? And then Becky Lynch then comes out, right? And Becky says, "I'm gonna win the Elimination Chamber. I'm gonna come wrestle you, right? I'm gonna come fight you for the title." And to me, I'm like, you're never gonna tease something that you can't pay off. You know what I mean? Like that's a thing that like. The WWE always talks about it's like don't tease something unless you're gonna make sure you're you're gonna pay off on it. So now we have Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. So now the Elimination Chamber no longer matters for the women. No, and it doesn't. And Nia Jax doesn't matter at Elimination Chamber either no, because now you just said she's just kind of like a stepping stone into WrestleMania when you've presented Nia as like this formidable objects have been crushing everybody to include Becky Lynch. So now all of a sudden, here we go. This is where we're at. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, so you've ruined two matches now at Elimination Chamber and you've ruined, you know, uh, WrestleMania. And you may not, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe you'll swerve us, right? And Liv Morgan or Bianca Belair will win and then they'll go face. And then Becky's got to figure out how to get into a triple threat for the raw women's title. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know, man. I just felt like it was just kind of like, uh, if you're going to tease those kind of things, like don't fold the cards out. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, I don't you mean. play those close to the heart. Like don't let like, if we don't know, if the fans don't know, don't tease it. Like just, we know Roman and, and, and Brock and Cody and Seth were all going to be there. I know you want to build this up. Right. But you could have done that stuff in 45 minutes and you could have just let the, those promos ring out, but nah, we wanted to, to get the women involved and like now I feel like everything's just kind of like 
you're already seeing all the stones kind of set. And you're like, damn, man, I wanted to really be surprised about who's going to win at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I totally understand it. Um, it kind of is. See, the thing is, though, I think for me, it didn't really matter who was in the Elimination Chamber for the women's period anyway, because I want, you know, I want Becky and, and Rhea. Like, I, I, for me, there's nobody else that needs to be put in that spot. No offense to Bianca or Liv or anybody else that's in that Elimination Chamber. It's... I just want to see the Elimination Chamber because it's going to be fun. Yeah. With whoever the ladies are going to be in there with each other. And, uh, you know, see Becky in there for the first time. So it's, it, it was one of those where it was, all right, cool. I'm going to get what I want. So for me, I was happy. <laughs> Lou, what's your opinion on, a, on the situation? And then we'll actually jump into the real debate topic. What situation are we talking about? So the press conference, the, press, the, press conference the, the stupid presser. <laughs> yeah, you go. Uh, I hated it. I hated every last part of it. Like, we brought Seth Rollins out, and he just stood there. Um, now all of a sudden, it went from The Rock and Roman being the head of the table, sending each other down, having that beef, to now they're side by side walking out of the arena afterwards. A waste of fucking time. I think it was bad booking. I mean, I don't know if I missed uh, it. I thought it was a nice pivot. Yeah, I thought it was a good pivot. <laughs> 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 I didn't think it was bad booking, per se. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought I thought it was a good that, pivot. Especially they needed the pivot. The crowd got, you know. And, and, and let, let's, let's, let's be legit. Like, you know. If somebody's like talking about my family, if I'm beefing with my family, like only I can talk crap about my family. Nobody else can talk crap about my family. Which is crazy. I'm glad you brought that point up because let's go into this, right? So Rock and Roman joined together, right? And and then they're during the presser, right? Obviously, Cody, like, yo, Roman brought it up first. This is Roman's fault. Roman legitimately goes, Oh, yeah. Your father is irrelevant. Like, you are. Your father <laughs> is irrelevant. You started this shit first. So you open the door. So when Cody goes, Oh, when I look at your father and I look at the high chief, right? Looking back at you two, your fathers would be disappointed. And so now all of a sudden, Rock is like, Yo, when you talk about my family, you talk about my blood, you talk about his blood, you talk about my blood. And then bitch smacks him in the face. And it's like, Bro, you got to check your cousin first because your cousin was the reason why this whole thing started. <laughs> All right, so like, now I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna yeah. give you some logic though, right? So, and and and, 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 and so this, this sounds horrible. This sounds horrible, Cliff. You, 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 your family. So, <laughs> if you go out and do something foul and wrong, right? Yeah. No matter how much you in the wrong, I got your back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in front of everybody else, you're right. I got your back. When we are behind closed doors, I will cuss you out for putting me in that situation. <laughs> However, though, in front of everybody, you're right. So it was realism for me. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we got beef, but yeah, you put me in this situation, but I got your back. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah, that's, and you know what? Maybe, maybe like Rock looks at Roman, 
right? And just kind of gives him like a look and then just then proceeds to cut down Cody. But that's not what happened. We no, just, he went straight into it though. Yeah. Right. He, <laughs> it was like he was didn't no side eye <laughs> or anything. And, but see, at the at the same time, that's kind of like how I would play it. Like I wouldn't let everybody see that I'm displeased with your with your actions. Yeah. We're gonna play this out. We're gonna get through this, and then, like I said, in the back, then I'll cuss your ass out. But like I said, in front of everybody, this is what it was supposed to happen. This is how it's supposed to play out. So, like that's for me. Like I said, that's for me. That was like more realism of why he did, what, and he reacted the way that he reacted. I feel you. I feel you. It's like it's like you know, eh, yeah, you're in the wrong, and you put me in this situation. But he just talked about our family, so that's more important. Now we gotta have this conversation. Like, yeah, like now we gotta, we gotta go, go here. <laughs> and I guess I guess it does kind of make sense though, because I do I talk I talk about that a lot with like my coworkers. I even talk about it with Chaz. Like, listen, like I'm gonna make fun of you, but no one else allowed to make fun of you. Exactly. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I guess I feel your point, but it's still to me like I will still look at like when Chaz says some fucked up shit, I'll look at him like, hey, yo, what? And as soon as someone says something back to him, I'm like, hey, yo, shut your mouth. I don't got time for you, but I'm, I'm gonna make sure I make that look first, like, hey. You probably shouldn't say that, but fuck this guy for right now. <laughs> Yo, and but, actually, Lou, how you, uh, how you, how were you about the whole, the whole team up kind of deal? I don't, I don't, I don't like I said, you're, I get where Damien, I 100% understand where. Um, you gotta have each other's back. Get behind closed doors and smack the shit out of you. I, I just, uh, to me personally, I don't like it. I don't like how all of a sudden you go from beefing the team up and ruining the credibility. I don't know. I, see, okay, it, it's like that. It's like that scene in Ted Two. I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, but when like. The, the Italian dude is yelling at Ted out the window and then Ted gets into the argument and then some third person jumps in and then Ted and the Italian dude start yelling at the woman. <laughs> I feel like that's what we kind of saw. I kind of feel where you're coming from though, Lou. Uh, it, it is, it, it just, it looks really weird. It just, I would have, I don't know. I think when I think about it too, I, and as far as like wrestling goes, right? It's like, in, as far as wrestling goes, it's almost like as if you're, um, you you're kind of like waiting for like the turn in the ring, and instead we saw it like at a at a presser, and I was like, and we're not even quite sure like how many people actually saw it. That's why I think to me, if it was a uh, if it was Raw or if it was on SmackDown, where you're getting your actual viewership, you know, that kind of makes more sense when that happens. But to have it at a presser, I thought it was just I was like, oh, I'm just not really feeling this right now. It's just not for me. It's different. Yeah, it is. It is different. It is different. Um, it was controlled chaos. It's one uh, for me. It's uh, <laughs> it's one of those where it's like, okay, we're taking a real life issue, we're gonna put it on display for everybody to watch, but we're gonna have control over it so it doesn't get out of hand. Right. And you get a little bit, basically, it, like I said, for me, it was a good of them making that left turn instead of making that right turn of the direction that they were originally going. So it was a good 
change of course to add some extra depth to the issue that they are presented with at the present point in time. It's um, funny because as I'm looking to my, as I look in the chat, I just see Chaz's name just explode all over the chat. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just for just for Lou, right? I want to go through a couple of these, and then I want to get right. Lou to, uh, to we'll we'll go next to where we're gonna go where the story goes next, right? So, uh, Lou, uh, Chaz writes in the Super Bowl's in Vegas. Got to use all that press, and then just for Lou, what? <laughs> and I just hear Chaz say this, and I hear Chaz saying "bad booking," but he's really just like yelling into everything. Uh, they never said that they were beefing. Uh, then why would they be battling for the head of the table? That doesn't make you know. No one can hear you because you're. I feel like you're you're muted. Yeah, you are muted actually. So you might want to change that. Uh, I. Yeah, he did explain that they wanted the wanted the family to be the main event. Yeah, he said, and that's why they came back. Yeah, I mean, I feel that, but it's just my problem with the whole thing is it's like you're 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 talking about you you want the main event to be in a family, but then also you're establishing like that's why. Then why would you tease saying right? um, Do I sit in a booth? Do I sit at the bar? Or do I sit at the head of the table? Because he didn't do it just once. You know, if he said it just once, like on Raw, it is what it is at that point. But he also said on the Pat McAfee, McAfee show true. as well. So it's like you're telling people like, hey, this is where I sit, right? It's at the head of the table. And then you mean tell me you're going to like tease that? Like it doesn't make no sense to tease something if you're, if you're, not, if you're not speaking with it. You know what I mean? So that's why I was like, I'm kind of taken back on this whole thing. Go on, Luke, put your in. No, no, we're good. I'm sorry. My laptop just decided to shut down in the middle of that, so I had to get on my phone. Uh, no, it is what it is. Yep. Yep. So where does so the story, story go next? I think, uh, gotta, I think you got to go to triple, triple. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Damien. Uh, a tag, tag team, team match, match and then a whole, whole bunch, bunch of matches, matches to lead to Roman and Cody. <laughs> Look, they do a they do a tag match at Elimination Chamber surprise with Cody and Seth versus Rock and Roman, and mm-hmm. then uh, I don't know a bunch of I don't I keep hearing a bunch of things, a bunch of ideas, a bunch of I just want to see I just want to see Seth and I mean Cody and uh, Roman. That's it. Night yeah. two, that's all I want to see. I don't care how you get to that. That's what I want to see. I really don't want to see, though. I don't want to see them do what they did with the WCW world title and the WWE championship with uh, you know, Chris Jericho and Rock and Austin. And who was, oh, the, yeah, other, yeah. Who was the other person? So Jericho Austin was it Rock for the it was Rock to it was Rock undisputed somebody else and Jericho and Austin I think yeah, and then to unify the titles and stuff like that to get yeah that so like yeah. I don't want to see Seth and Cody and then Rock and Roman on night one for titles for them to 
unify them again. Yeah, unless they're going to let fucking what's the name cash in on the one title so he can get the world title and Cody can go do his thing. I don't know. I can be okay with that. <laughs> if they keep them separate and let him cash in. Benoit. Ah, oh, that's who it was. Yeah. Okay, so, but yeah. So, uh, I knew it. <laughs> they have conditioned me to erase people that they want to <laughs> erase. <laughs> and I totally forgot about that, dude. Uh, that's horrible. But anyway, yeah. Like, I feel like that's probably what's going to happen. We're, we're going to end up with that and titles. Champion versus champion in the main event. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's what's going to happen. It would be wild to see, like, the two top titles, like, obviously up for grabs, right? And then all of a sudden, just, like, Damian Priest cashes in, pins Seth, takes his title before he ever gets in the ring. Therefore, that last title has to be there. And then Seth now still has to be in the match. Like... That would be, I could be okay with that. If there's some way that they can finagle it where that title is still on its own, mm -hmm. I don't care how they do it, but still get Cody in that, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in that spot in night two. I'm okay with think? that. What you think, Lou? Take your mute off before you, before you answer the question. <laughs> I like where Damien's going with it, leading to a tag team match. I really do hope. I really hope that it doesn't turn into a triple threat match night two <clears throat> for that title. I think that. I think that Cody finishing his story on a triple threat match makes no sense. Um, yeah. but I do like what Damien said with the the whole maybe the elimination chamber. We do have a tag team match between these guys and. Figure it out from there. Okay. Okay. So, so. let's get let's this get into everybody's, everybody's favorite cool. segment. Everybody's new favorite segment. All right. So, um, well. Tony, <laughs> come on, we kind of knew this was going to be a thing. Tony for giving me that fucked up finish on Dynamite. Oh, God, he just screwed up a whole entire show in 30 minutes. 35 minutes, my bad. Because it took, uh, what? Uh, oh, maybe, maybe it was like 40 minutes because you got the five minutes for, the, for the, the beginning of the show, the actual match, and then the bullshit that happened afterwards. So, yes, within about 40 minutes, he completely fucked up a whole two-hour show for me. So, um, yeah, 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 him. And then uh, it's been weird. It's been a weird week, hasn't it? it, it it's yeah, been man. a little a little slow. But um, Anthem. I am going to have to put Anthem on there. Um, that that I'm still that still blows my mind. I just want to put that out there. Does and uh, Chris Jericho for being Chris Jericho. <laughs> no other reason. 
just because. Yeah, no, no, just just because. Just because. I saw that Takeshna match and poor Takeshna. Takeshna. I mean, he won, but did he really win? I, he won. Hey, he won with a lion tamer. So, I, but did I don't he know. really? But the question is, did he really win? I want to say yes, but you know, <laughs> I'm going to question myself now. <laughs> I don't think he really won. He would have won if he didn't have the match. <laughs> uh, hey, so Chaz, I know that you're probably still watching the show, and if you're not, you should be, because uh, I'm not doing the whole text thing. So. Uh, I think the other person that we need including here is the IWC. Uh, I brought it up last time. Yes, you did. Again. So, yeah. Uh, honestly, I forgot why I wanted to include them because there was something <laughs> that it Does it matter, though? <laughs> does it really matter? Because they no, all. No, I mean, it doesn't. Something. But I'm going to flip through. I'm going to look through our stuff because I want to see where I put it. Because I definitely said that there was a full reason why I wanted them in there. And it was because of. Um, was it this time that they were out here? I feel like they, there was something that was tweeted out, or I can't remember who they were like talking about, and it was just bad. I was like, bro, like get them out of here. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Uh, sending death threats to Ava Rain. Oh yeah, that whole yeah, thing. That thing. Why did it get that serious on a Tuesday? <laughs> like, I didn't right? Re- that's crazy. We had so much stuff happen that I forgot this happened on Tuesday. <laughs> I did too. I didn't even. I forgot to like put that in the news. I forgot to go off on that one. Yeah. Yes, you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. Really, like, yeah. Come on now. Yep. It was like it ain't that serious. Before before we let's let's have Lou nominate somebody on the uh, demo of the week. Um, Nicholas and Matthew Jackson, Tony Khan, Whoa. all those motherfuckers. I'm I'll probably AEW too. I'm just fucking livid. I'm livid with how that in that show ended. Okay. <laughs> I will I say that. The fact that Sting's kids are bigger than the Jacksons in size was hilarious. I said it on the Villains Lounge. It was freaking hilarious that these guys were bigger than them and they still... uh, God, the end of that show was horrible, too. Uh, Yep. So we got uh, the Young Bucks. We'll put on Ava. We'll put on Tony. And the I. <laughs> well, I shouldn't. Did I say Ava? I meant the IWC. Ava doesn't yeah. belong there. She's, uh, she's amazing. Uh, she is. Well, she's, she's doing great. great. Yeah. She's doing great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think those are our four. So Chaz, put the tweet out. So that way we can uh, we can read off the 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 loser of the week <laughs> for it <laughs> pretty much the loser of dumbass of the week uh we're jumping into our next topic i know i should have changed this over but i didn't but speaking of oh yeah an anthem put anthem in there too because we're talking about this uh can tna sustain success after scott damn or well if you guys don't know scott was let go of uh 
of TNA, right? Um, and it's been kind of interesting to see because there was an, I won't say allegedly, because I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't in the room where it happened, all those uh, Hamilton references. Um, but Scott apparently tried to buy TNA from Anthem, and uh, Anthem decided no. They said it was a serious offer. Uh, they were really considering it. They ultimately decided not to do it. So Scott got released. Um, it It's weird to me to think that a man who's literally been on Impact for so long and had so much success there, again, successfully gets the TNA brand back, is let go. And we saw a bunch of people uh, come to his defense, right? They were, they're not happy. They're upset, right? To include their champion, their women's knockout champion, right? And Jordan Grace uh, and tons of other people have come out uh, against this, right? Apparently, they put out like a, a, a pre-read statement didn't take no questions, just kind of came on, said their thing, bounced, and then... Uh, oh, don't forget yeah. in that statement, they stated that he stepped down. That's right. And we Did found out he get fired. fired. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a lot of a lot of things wrong with what happened, but yeah, ultimately what we saw was it was a release, um, and it was a firing of Scott. So can TNA sustain success after Scott? Um, I'm going to go with Lou, then we're going to go to Damien, and then uh, I'll wrap it up. Oh, there you go, Lou. Lou, you keep, keep, keep. There you go. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't think that, that they're going to have that same success. I think Scott was one of the main reasons why the TNA brand was going the direction it was going, and it was sustaining the the viewership and everything else that goes with it. And now that you let go of probably one of the better guys in the in our organization, you're going to have to bring in somebody else other than uh, who stepped in for him. Who did they call as the president now? No, I can't remember. But some yahoo, that's all it is. Um, I, I don't think that it's going to continue. I, I think that it's, you're going to get some bad viewership. You're going to get some bad ratings, and you're going to have to figure it out. Okay. What up? What up? Uh, well, okay. So the guy that took over is somebody that works for Anthem that is in charge of the entertainment division of Anthem. Um. It's kind of odd to me that now that the the redheaded stepchild is actually like you know out of rehab and doing well for itself, that they want to like you know finally acknowledge its existence. Um, firing Scott Demore was probably the dumbest decision. Period. It doesn't matter if he wanted to buy it or not. The per this is the person that made TNA not a dirty name. You know what I mean? So, ah, uh, this could go either way. It depends what this guy does. It, it, the guy that's in charge of the day-to-day -day operations, if he finds somebody that can continue to book the show the way that it's been going and do good by the talent while he's doing his uh 
you know, doing his thing with the day-to-day operations, they could be just fine. Yeah. So I think for me what it is is I know that you have guys like Tommy Dreamer there to, like, kind of help with the ship, and then you've got some some good voices that are in the back that will help, like, keep driving the ship. I just think what ultimately is is going on, though, is, is happening is you have a guy that's, like, in charge of, like, the – it's not just entertainment. I think he's, like, in charge of, like, television, right? Yeah. Like, so he was a TV person, and it goes to show that Anthem views – TNA as a television show instead of a sports entertainment show. And I think the problem that's going to happen is you're going to start seeing the same thing that happens with like WWE, like on Raw, where there's, as Chris Idol would say, right, a parody of a wrestling show where you're going to get a lot more drama stuff going on and less wrestling, right? And I feel like that's the biggest problem that's going on with what's happening right now. It's like, Scott was there, and he was kind of like a good balance between like everything. So you got like the drama side, but you got a, like good wrestling matches, and we we championed TNA for oh, yeah. a long time about it. Yeah, and although things kind of like fell off to the wayside with us, like talking about it every once in a while, we talk about this match. Oh, you got to check out this match. You got to see this match. You got to see this storyline that's happening. You got to see like I'll be fair, right? I was one of the persons that was like, man, I was worried about Trinity when she went over, right? Naomi, for those who are wondering about WWE, right? I saw Trinity and I was like worried that she's going to be another person that was just going to be on the roster and she's going to fade around and we didn't know what was going to happen. And Scott kept that star that, you know, Trinity is and kept it bright and kept pushing her to the top and she did great things. So to me, it's like, you have this guy who has this great talent for eye, uh, he has this eye for talent and knows how to like pick and choose when to when to showcase somebody and when not to. Now all of a sudden, like you're like, ah, oh, no, uh, he tried to buy us out, so we just fired him and we'll bring in this person. He's kind, he he liked wrestling when he was like in high school, so you know, I think he'll be, he'll be <laughs> like, what? No, bro, get him out of here, man. Like, if you're gonna replace him, find someone that's gonna fit that same mold that's gonna help grow this to grow the brand. We're not talking about someone like Billy. Right. And if I'm Scott, I'm probably going to Billy and talking about buying, you know, NWA, you know, if I'm if I'm I'm looking to I'm just I just think TNA, like although all the steps that they made forward, they took one giant leap back in this sense. Right. If you're going to get rid of Scott, you're going to bring in someone who knows how to drive this business. And it's not like an Eric Bischoff type. It's not a Dixie Carter type. It's not. These people who think that they know Vince Russo, it's not those guys like Scott had an eye for what was going on in the future. And if you want to look at the future of the business, you're looking at someone like like Hunter. Right. You're looking at Shawn Michaels, you know, and you're looking at Brian Danielson. Right. These are the guys that are legitimately knowing and understanding the evolution of what's going on with this business. And they're help pushing those talents to showcase them in the best light. And now you want a TV producer to talk about it and, and try to push it. It's like I hope you know what you're doing because if you don't you're really going to damage this brand and how much goodwill it is built up with its fans so um, that's where i'm standing with it and i just think uh i think getting rid of scott was a big big mistake i know it's huge they should hire me though i like it bring, yeah, I, bring can, I, I can help him out yeah do that he's got tons of experience exactly you know? writes his own shows shout exactly. out to wcf uh, <laughs> so, uh, let me, Lou, you got anything else you want to say on this? He just shook his head. No. Cause you know, for our, uh, for our listeners who have, uh, the audio audio version. Version. 
No, we're good. There, okay. <laughs> Back to mute, he goes. Really read this next comment. Uh, Chris Jericho defeated both The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in a triple threat match at Vengeance 2001 to become the first ever undisputed WWE champion. He defeated The Rock first and then Stone Cold later in the same night to win the championship. I do remember that. Yep. I do remember that. Um, and that's what I was thought. I was like, I thought it was Rock, Austin, and and Jericho all together. Um, Chaz says, we will see how this new guy does with the new set of tapings. And that's also the other part, too. Like, you got to keep it in context of, like, the taping schedule and how things were ran. Like, you're going to rely heavily a lot on those guys coming in and, like, setting things up. So, right. It's a tall terrace. I'm not going to lie. So... He didn't um, even get. He didn't even get a like. All right, this is how things are done. Situation. This man is getting tossed into the fire, right into the lions. Then, right. Oh well, not my problem. Not my problem either. The anthem oh, well. problem. Yep. So let's jump into our next topic. It is match of the week. So, Lou, hmm. give us your match of the week. He's gonna sit here. And he's gonna say his, his match of the week and forget that he's muted. Come back to me. Who? I have. I'm in the air. You said you're in, you the, said air? You're in the air. Yeah, come back to me. I'm in the air. I don't know which one I really want. I just, I just got done with NXT, and there's a couple of fire matches on there too. So. Come back to me on that one. There was some, there was some good matches on NXT. Yeah, I feel like wrestling this week has been really like it's been really tough to call out. Like there's been a lot. Yeah. Of okay. Um. British Strong Style versus DIY. It's a good one. I was going to say it would have been Hangman versus Swerve, but <laughs> they fucked that all up. <laughs> I can't. Um, can't so it. maybe it's like my one C. <laughs> yeah, I'll make that my one B. My one B will definitely be uh, Swerve, Swerve and Hangman. Uh, my one A though is gonna be one. I don't think a lot of people will agree with me. I don't really care because I'm super biased when I pick this one. Uh, Daniel Garcia versus Shane Taylor. I heard that was pretty good. It was good. It was a lot fun to watch. A lot of good, a lot of good uh, things happening on that show. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. All right, Louie, back to you. All right. So I'm going to murder this guy's name, but the Nathan Razor and Axiom. Axiom. Axiom versus Mal- uh, Malik Blade and Edris Anoff. I really did enjoy that match. That was probably one of my favorite ones. Um, I just caught it right before the show. I did. I watched Raw, SmackDown, and NXT all this morning, and I think that was probably my favorite match of all three shows. Okay. Me, me, nostalgia. I love watching Darby on the Sting win the titles for AEW, but I think NXT won that one. Mm, I like that. I, I, I can I do with that. Yeah. I don't know. Vengeance Day was really good. Vengeance Day was really good. I'm really mad that I enjoyed uh, the Trick William and the Ilya Dragunov match. That, uh, that, that, that's kind of like my 1B. 
Um, I can't stand Trick Williams, but I respect him just because he's a very he's very talented. It's that gimmick. It's what it is. It's the gimmick. It's 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 the it's the fans. I I, I understand. You know what? I I understand Carmelo's pain. <laughs> yeah. I, so Chad I wrote in. What he did. Chaz wrote in Dusty Classic Finals. So I can get with that because that yeah that match was fire. That tag match was fire. What was it the Wolf Dogs versus? Is that what they call themselves? The Wolf Dogs or yeah War? Yeah, Wolf Dogs versus yeah. Uh, Carmelo and Trick. Yeah, that was a good match. It was a good match. It led a nicely into the main event, and um, Ilya Dragunov is a madman. I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, I I don't think there's many people out there that I do but don't want to wrestle. <laughs> if that makes any sense, it's like one of those where it's like, oh yeah, I'll give you this opportunity. Oh, awesome. Oh, I don't know if I really want to do this. I want to take this. I think I, I might get looking. sick that day. <laughs> It's crazy because I still think about when, you know, obviously the two matches between Dragunov and uh, Walter. And, like, I'm like, yo, those two dudes were just beating the holy hell out of each other. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like, uh, oh, yeah, these guys, like, they know how to, they know how to sell. No, they were, like, just smoking the shit out of each other. And I'm like, bro, like, I don't want to be in a ring with either one of those guys. Right? <laughs> like, I do. Because obviously, like I know I'm gonna get hit and it's gonna be exciting, but I don't because I'm gonna know I'm gonna get hit and I know I'm not gonna want to be that excited about it in the morning. <laughs> exactly, it's the it's the after effects I'm worried about. In the moment, I'm good. It's yeah. the afterwards, like why did I do this? My adrenaline's over here pumping. I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. I wake up the next morning and I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> Yo, let's get to your life decisions. Yeah, let's get to this third debate topic. AEW had a big announcement for everybody. And if you don't know, we have big business in Boston, Massachusetts. So AEW in Boston is Mercedes Monet confirmed. Lou, start us off. Mm, I like it, but I don't like it because I feel like I feel like now that somebody else is running the show at WWE, I feel like uh, we were going to get back Sasha Banks at WWE. Um, <clears throat> I don't want her to get lost in the mix with that not-so-great of a women's division that AEW has, in my opinion. Um, but maybe they're bringing her in to boost it. Who knows? She is the biggest women star in the evidently on the planet right now. So I I'm excited for AEW, but I'm still like wishing Sasha would come back to WWE at this point. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, okay. Uh, Damien, big disappointment. That's what this announcement was. I mean, it was already ruined earlier in the day in the first place, though. It really doesn't fucking matter. No, does it? So, um, yeah, no. It's, uh, Tony's announcements always suck. God, they suck. 
Um, (laughs) Okay, so it didn't make me want to, it doesn't make me want to tune in March, wherever the day that is, but unfortunately I have to because, well, I have to cover the bullshit. Um, it's your job. Uh, okay, so this could be all right. So it, look, it, it it could be a big deal for him because it's probably going to be where Mercedes is going to show up, and probably Okada. And that's that's hmm. probably what it is. It's probably going to be both. That's why they're making a big deal out of it. But um, yeah, he could have tweeted this since they already screwed it up. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Tony. There you go. That's how I feel Uh, about it. So for me, I think what it is, is yeah, I I feel like, because they're they're doing two shows, right? They're doing the tapings for, uh, uh, for, for Dynamite and for Collision in Boston at the TD Garden. So yeah, we probably are going to get two surprises, Okada and uh, Mercedes both showing up at this event. Um, and then, of, of course, obviously, I'm recording uh, Rampage as well. That same, those same yeah. things. Uh, for me, it's funny because I think this is making the announcement wise, like, unfortunately, like the TD Garden beat him to the punch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I probably would have, you know, maybe would have told the venue, like, hey, can you like make this announcement the day after we do this? Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. Um I'm gonna be honest though, man. I'm kind of excited for Mercedes Monet in AEW. I know we they've been kind of teasing it for a while. She's been on their payroll for a long time from what they're from what like Chano yeah, staff and like Dave were like putting out. Um but no, I'm I'm excited about it, man. Like uh I I, I don't know if I still think that the women's division is still building, right? Unfortunately, like we're still getting there. Soraya is just kind of like wherever you know ruby soho is just kind of like ne- the the sidekick thing they're starting to revamp the whole outcast uh tone to- timeless tony is still is still amazing like i i love watching that i love seeing diana perrazzo in AEW. that's great you have all these other talent too serena deeb is still like in that division you have Mer- you know mercedes martinez you have all these great talents that are like in the women's division that you're just not showcasing yet and i'm like i don't know what you're waiting for I really don't know what you're waiting for to to show off because Willow be in there. You have Chris Statlander, right? Where Trisha Dora is there with Ring of Honor. You can bring her to the AEW side, right? There's um, so many people. There's seen so that. many. <laughs> Billy Starks. So Nyla there. Rose. Uh, there's Nyla like Rose. so. Riho so, is there. Chaz, your okay, favorite. I wasn't going to say her. No, but, I did. 100%. Uh, I'm going to go that Britt Baker. <laughs> Britt Baker. Britt Baker is there. We didn't even talk about her. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Like, it's wild. It's there's wild. A lot, there's a lot of women there that they are not utilizing, and it's a sad sad thing and i see look i'm happy for mercedes because i don't think she needs to go back right yet and it's because she got injured she hasn't been able to really go out there and like have fun so i do not want her to go back so soon i want her to go out and have some fun stuff right right wwe has or not wwe aw has been a thing since 2019, and the women's division has been fucking trash since 2019. They need to fix that shit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah don't, don't disagree, disagree with, with that. that. They have they their moments. But yeah, it, but it comes in spurts. Like you'll have two or three really good weeks, and then you'll have nine weeks of garbage, ten weeks of garbage, and then here's another two good weeks of women's of women's wrestling and women's promotion, then another ten weeks of garbage. Or sometimes it gets longer than that. Fact. And it's not even the women's women's fault. fault. That's That's what makes it worse. Yeah, it's not the women's fault by any means. Like that's that's what what makes makes it worse. worse. It's 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 it's, like you can't can't even even crack crack on them. It's It's not not that fault. This is why Jade, you know, is in training. Yeah. Yes, yes, she had, she had 90, 90 thumb matches, matches. But uh, she should have had more matches than that in that time limit. It's also, yeah, I'm just like, I'm thinking about like all these, like the women's roster. Like I've been telling, I've been, I, I was saying it from the jump, right? Like the first year, like obviously you have your growing pains, you know, everything's going to yeah. be like, getting put together. The second year, you're probably going to take a step back. The third year is where you're really going to need to accelerate. And now we're in our fourth year and we're still talking about how the women's division hasn't really taken off yet. And it's building. It's just so slow because like where you have this tag division, you have you know the men's tag division, you have the trios and then you have obviously like the singles titles, right? They're all taking off, but the women division is still slow. And Tony, Tony cannot, cannot be the guy that says, well, they're not well, they're viewed. Not, their viewership is not quite all there. Like it's still kind of, um, it's still it's still lacking. It's still like, you're, no one's like paying attention to it, but you're not giving them any time to invest into the women's division. And again, we're back at this and, you know, Chaz, and I'll post, I'll post a comment up too, but Chaz said it, right? That she isn't the magic bullet that's going to fix the division because she's not, she's the biggest, biggest wrestling star, like women's wrestling star on the planet. That's not signed to WWE. Right. And here she is, here she is. Like you're trying to include her to get more people to view the women's division. Like, how about just booking the women that you have and then include Mercedes? That way you're boosting everybody at the same time instead of just like, oh, well, we'll just try this piece. Oh, we'll just try this piece. Like, there's not a magic puzzle piece. You got to put the pieces together and make the puzzle work. Like, fix it and then put it in together. Yeah, put the right right pieces pieces in in there. there. Not just trying to fit any piece in there. there. But we've been saying that about AEW's women division for a long time. When, uh, when, uh, Athena, Athena King, we were like, well, what are you going to do with Athena? Dude, Dude when they when first, they first introduced, introduced, introduced a women's, women's title. title. I mean, the first women's champion, champion was, was a wrong, 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 wrong choice. I mean, we said it with Serena D. We said it with, with like, Ruby Soho and, and Taya Valkyrie came through and Thunder Rose came through. Like we had, totally um, about we had all these and women. <laughs> we had all these women here that we had you you had like twenty five women that you could have been promoted, but instead you just left them in the back. Anna J sat with a fucking dark order for how long? Just la da da. To be fair, though, Anna J was very rough around the edges, and to get stuck with Brody. And then get, get put with Chris. Chris. I say, I say stop, stop, that's not fair. But they get put with Brody and they get put with Chris. I think it helped her develop the character that she has now. now. And I'm not really, not really against that. She needed time to develop. Yeah, she, yeah, did. she did. 
She's got yeah, a lot. But, of, but, but, but a overall, lot of it's just it's like you have so much talent in the in the women's roster that you guys don't promote it. You guys, you guys get another show, and you still don't promote the women on another show very often. It's just like, dude, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you have Queen. Uh, got too much going on. Yeah, Queen Anamita is that her name? She just got. She just had to match with Tony Storm. Yeah. Um, she and she's lit. Like she's she's very good at her job, right? And I I love watching her work. It's crazy to see that like this women's division is like bolstered with so much good talent and you're not giving the time to let that talent really explode on the scene. Like it's just, it's just mind boggling to me. Well, the that, thing is though, signing Mercedes now, who's what other eight to 10 women are getting ready to get pushed back on the back burner. That's yeah. That's the that's toughest the part. part. Exactly. No offense, no offense to anybody, but that's what's gonna fucking happen. It's going to. I think uh I think Mercedes being in, I think it is confirmed that she's obviously gonna be there. We just said that, right? And I think the the biggest problem I see is that you need to have a plan in place to help bolster the entire roster up, right? Because Mercedes can only take it so far. You're gonna need someone to help elevate the rest of that to go up right especially if you're bringing in someone like brian may right or you're gonna eventually let's say i don't know a julia becomes available to AEW, right and rumor is that she's going to wwe allegedly i don't know i'm just saying that what happens you know you have all these great stars that are coming up and you're just telling me that you're gonna be like nah we're gonna go ahead and uh just keep things going the way they're going we're gonna focus on one match at a time instead of trying to showcase hey this women's division is like is that division right because i look back and i'm like bro like you're we didn't even talk about sky blue like bro like this division is so lit i'm so mad that we can't even get to see all this talent show off <laughs> oh my god man and julia has come so far yeah it's really hard right now. Bro, I'm just like, bro, this is uh I it's, it's 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 so right. There's so much talent on there that you forget. And it's bad. That's so sad. I'm gonna it's be still like, I'm, so sad. Yeah, I just I I'm I'm gonna blow my like the vein in my forehead is gonna show and explode. Because I'm so mad. Because you know who else we haven't talked about? Friends of the show, the Renegade Twins, are on yeah, the are they they roster, right. they are. and they're not used. <laughs> yeah. They're in Ring of Honor. I get it. Yes, I know they're on the Ring of Honor, and 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 Fulton, Robin is doing an amazing job on there. But she can go so much harder in the paint than you're allowing her to go. I'm just like, uh, just please help them <laughs> help the women's division help you that's all i want <laughs> all right check it out so those are all of our uh big debate topics so unless the rest of you are just like you know cody crybabies you guys get us up let us know what's going down uh we definitely want to hear from you we have one more thing that we're going to do because it is super bowl sunday so it would only be fair uh we did this last year we're gonna do it this year because chaz isn't here uh I need Super Bowl picks from everybody. Oh. oh. 
Uh, it is the Niners Chiefs, by the way, just to put it out there. So no one picks like uh, a random third team that's gonna run in and team up with the other team to help throw the other team off. <laughs> all right, I, I picked the, the Mets. Mets. You're taking the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It's not even putting you in the same sport. Some, somehow, some way, Nick and Matt Jackson are gonna fuck this up too. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't care. I I'm, I'm gonna be legitly honest. I do not care to see the Super Bowl. Mm. Um. The only way I will watch it is if uh, Taylor Swift breaks up with what's her name like during the halftime show. Yeah, and it completely ruins his game, and it's just over. I'll watch it then. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I bet there's probably there's probably a, a betting odd for that right now. <laughs> it probably is. When does Taylor break up with Kelsey? Super Bowl right before the Super Bowl, right halftime show or after? Uh, I want to happen. I know. I want. I want her to be performing. But uh, oh, hold on. The chat says Usher is going to be on there. Oh yeah, yeah. like Usher's let performing. her and Usher be on stage, and he's like grinding all up on her, and he's just <laughs> so distraught. Dang, that's crazy. All right, Lou, who you got? <laughs> um, who do I want to win, or who do I think is probably going to win? Who do you want to win? I want nine nine uh, gang gang but Niners gang to fucking win this shit. Bang bang Niner gang. That's what I want to win fucking win this shit because I fucking hate the Chiefs. Fuck Patrick Mahomes. Fuck Travis Kelsey. Fuck Taylor Swift. Fuck Cheeseburger Andy. <laughs> you know the Chiefs are winning, right? No, I, I fucking hate. They're, like, they're probably gonna win. You know they're gonna win. Like, like they, they, they got, got the rest, rest in the pockets. There's going to be, be like, like some, some kind of like electric, electric malfunction. Roger Goodell is wild. now going to be the Vince McMahon of fucking NFL. You know Taylor's down there on her knees with him. Hey, saying, you know, get the Chiefs. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't say that. We're going to mute you for that. That's not happening. That's not happening. No, no, no. That is not a thing. She doesn't sign NDAs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's good no. shit. <laughs> we, we can't do that. Uh, yo, I'm gonna take the. Uh, honestly, man, like I, I'm an AFC guy. I definitely want to see uh, the AFC retain the title. But I'm gonna be honest, man. There's just something about uh, Brock Purdy with the Niners that I definitely like. Um, maybe it's the fact that he was Mr. Irrelevant. He was, you know, the very last pick of the draft uh, two years ago. And now he has this opportunity to lead his team to the Super Bowl. So I think that's the way I want to roll. I'm going to take the Niners, uh, but I definitely, I mean, let's be real, man. Goodell going to run on the field and intercept the ball. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. Guys, listen, football is scripted. I don't care what I got to say. I've been saying this (laughs) since like the 90s, okay? I've been saying it since the 90s that football is fucking scripted. I don't care what nobody says. Like people to like teams take dives on purpose. I said it. I said it. Let's wrap up. Let's look at some of these. Uh, uh, we'll look at oh. these last comments and then we'll bolt. Right. Oh so. yeah, the dumbass of the week, real quick. Oh yeah, who is dumbass it's of the week? It's a tie. Damn, a tie. 
Yeah, it's a tie. Um, the tie is between Anthem and uh, the IWC. Mm. Well, my vote is for the IWC, so I'm still leaning that way. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to give the – you know what? I like that tie. I'm okay <laughs> with that tie. I am okay with that tie. It, it goes hand in hand. So I blame like, uh, the IWC for getting Scott Demore fired. Yeah. Yeah. Get pissed about that. Yeah. Go ahead and <laughs> blow up the internet about that. I don't give a fuck. Just to let you know. <laughs> all right. Here we go. So, uh, <laughs> hey guys, I hope you're doing, uh, doing well. Yes, we are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Boston. Yeah. Cause that's how they spot it on the stupid paper. Right. I, I, it's not. And you know what? I swear to God, if someone says it's boss time, like on AEW, that's it. I'll be out. I'll check yeah. out. I said it on the air. I'll check out. Don't say it. You know, especially because she refers to herself as the CEO. So right, uh, it will get numbers uh, to begin with, and then the bookings will just go back to the normal eight hundred. Okay. Probably, actually, you know, that's a that's a valid point. That's fair. That's fair Probably. to say. Uh, she would do nothing but keep the women who've been there uh, from jump to stay off TV. Uh, you know, Chad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in regards of Chad saying, uh, not Riho, but it definitely is. Uh, he has this af- affection for her. Um, she's the magic bullet, like I said earlier, right? Uh, but the, the only positives will be the matchups, hundred percent. Uh, he said something for you, Lou. Lou is right. It's sporadic in uh, the bookings. In the women's division. It the is. trios division is probably the hardest division. Uh, is thriving more. Yeah. Uh, Chaz takes Taylor Swift uh, to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, she's definitely winning. I'm watching for the Usher concert. I don't know if you guys know it or not, but there's a football game before and after the Usher concert. Uh, <laughs> not just the Usher concert. <laughs> uh, yeah, what Lou said. Ah, <laughs> uh, he said, "End the show." <laughs> Puts <laughs> in these laugh emojis. Puts in more laugh emojis because that's what he does. All right. So for all our listeners and our viewers, if you guys stuck with us for the rest of this time, all one hour and fifteen minutes of this, if you have an Xbox, you get an achievement. You got a PlayStation, you get a trophy. If you've got a PC, you don't get a virus because I'm not that dude. But you do get a thumbs up because you know we ain't got nothing else. You can just like that. And if you're a, a Switch player cool uh so you guys know what to do we're gonna take this home actually the way Wait, that we do it, it on. on what are you doing put yourself on there thanks guys nah you can wait <laughs> you wait to the end he's saying bye so anyway we're gonna take this home because this is red dog and friends not chat friends but if you guys didn't know you guys can tune into all of our favorite episodes on YouTube, you guys can check us out on Spotify. You guys can listen to us on Amazon Music, or you can even check us out on iHeartRadio or that dumb slogan thing is that they do. Uh, follow us on all of our social media platforms, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Threads at Three Count Pod, or you can check us out on X at Three Count Underscore Pod. You can even go check us out on Twitch every once in a while when we do our live streams. You can check us out here on the Infinite Network, which goes like this: Infinite Network infinite plus um you guys can also go ahead and share this with your friends with your family with your dog with your enemies because we love haters too don't forget to go check out now into ring check out the villains lounge and go check out all the other fun stuff that's going on with the three count podcast buy our merch on foryourwear.com or even on pro wrestling do all that stuff or you really just kind of like waiting for this episode to end 
you wait for that outro, and then you are going to go choose another episode to listen to. Yep. Yep. Bye. Later. Hey, guys. It's the host of The Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you. Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.